to another episode of lead the way podcast i'm your host spiffy cool kid and this is episode 13 and this episode is called the wave on adulting and it is uh past labor day weekend so i do have a guest with me joining me and his name is james welcome to the show james hey what's going on how you doing i'm good thanks for having me thanks for you know being on the show we appreciate this um how you been how you doing i'm good it's um 2019, you got to, to you know it's the home stretch. So. Yeah, it is. It's like this is month nine. Yeah. Yeah, my theme of this year has been discipline, and um, yeah. How's that been going? Discipline. That's a good word for I you. I just had one and a half chocolate chip cookies before you got in here, so <laughs> <laughs> if that answers anything. Now, how was your uh, Labor Day weekend? Did you have a good Labor Day weekend? Was it work? Was it? Um, it was fine. I did. I sometimes, you know, I think one of the things I know we're here to talk about adulting, and one of the things I feel like as an adult, the weekends just kind of blur together. Mm. You can ask me. I don't know what I did. <laughs> the most important, thing, <laughs> the most important do thing. You see yourself like forgetting about like the day before or two days before yep. somebody actually what you did. Yes. And you be like, what did I do on Friday? Gone. Like, gone. That's. That's how we get. I did have old. a. I did have a burnt mission to Malibu with my my homegirl. Um, yeah, that was Sunday. Oh, yeah. Tell the people about yourself. He's from California. Oh, yeah. I live in, I'm from Seattle originally, born and raised. Went to USC, fight on Trojans, and I've been living in L.A. ever since for 13 years. L.A., that's my dream home, y'all, if y'all don't know. So maybe one day, and he's frat, so. Oh, yeah. Alpha, yeah. This is my frat fam right here. 1906 in the house. <laughs> so um, do you have a social media um, following you want to tell the people about if you want them to follow you on social media yeah it's just I keep it simple no no underscores none of that <laughs> none of that stuff it's just at James Ward the third so that's at James Ward W-R-D three eyes okay. I-I-I yeah so people can follow that's you that's on IG it's on Twitter don't add me on Facebook I'm not gonna accept it but um <laughs> IG and Twitter profiles are open do your thing <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So today's episode is going to be on the wave on adulting. I feel like both of us can really relate to this topic, but anybody can really relate to this topic. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through like a set of questions and just have some, you know, natural, organic conversations and just, you know, keep it real. Um, And yeah, that's how we're going to do it. So real is the only way to be. That's it. That's it. That's the only way. So uh, since you're the guest, I am going to let you start first. Okay. So I guess Let's we're gonna. I guess we'll just have like you know we we'll just swipe. So you'll read the question and then you can answer it and then I can answer it, and then we can just keep it going like that. All right, cool. First question. Out of twenty-one. And we won't do all <laughs> though. We won't because I'm telling you, time is gonna fly. Uh, in your opinion, what do you feel are the good things and bad things with being an adult? Hmm. I think the um, freedom and responsibility aspect, it's, I would say that it's, uh, it's, it's both good and bad. I think it's, it's both. The reason I say that is because, you know, before when you're younger, you just have like homework, maybe, you know, music rehearsals or sports uh, practice, practice yeah. you know, like those kind of things. And that's kind of your job, right? And then trying to fit in, right? I think that right. was that was the hardest thing about being younger. Um, but then as an adult, one of my mentors told me, as an adult, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. That's true. Right? So with that, also, you don't have to, but then there comes consequences with what yeah. you do. You don't have to get up and go to work. Right. You can <laughs> stay in the bed. Exactly. But you're going to get you ain't getting that check every other Friday after that, you know. Yeah. So. Um, 
But on top of that, too, you know, one thing I realized recently with myself is um, I work like I, I know myself that I work best under deadline. So if I like say, oh, I'm going to do this and da, 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 da. next thing you know, if there's just an open ended, like kind of it'll get done. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, you start to value sleep a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I saw a funny meme on Instagram maybe a year or so ago, and it said that, you know, when you were younger, you would sneak out of the house to go to parties. <laughs> but then as an adult, you sneak out of parties to go home. Oh, man, that's <laughs> true, man. I was just like, I was because at the point it gets old after a minute, you just be like, um, I really can be home right now. And you just really start to value sleep. It's I already crazy. told you I'm taking a nap as soon as we're done after this. So... <laughs> Like, I know, so even some days when I come home from work, like, I have to just, like, let everything go and just take a nap just to, like, recharge. Yeah, naps are, are, are a crucial part of being an yes. adult. I think adult, that is a good thing. Naps are a good thing. Because, <laughs> again, remember when you're younger, your parents had to take, force you to take naps. To take naps but that's only because they wanted to nap. That's why. <laughs> they didn't want to have to look after you. Because why? They were adults. a nap is? What's the minimum requirement of sleep for a nap? Mmm... At least 45 minutes. Mm. Uh, I think it all depends on the state of tiredness that you're in, too, Mm. because sometimes 45 minutes, you wake up more groggy. Yeah, you'll be more tired. But anything more than two hours, you're just going to sleep. Like, that's not a nap. See, and that's a nap for me. What? Like two hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nap, you know, because it's like I need a good amount of recharge time. Like, an iPhone does not charge in 45 minutes. So I need a good like set time. So that's a good time. Okay, like an hour, two hours. That's I, I think I think an hour to an hour and a half is a is a nice. Because I think a sleep is like five or more. So I feel like everything before that is a nap. <laughs> everything before five hours. <laughs> okay. Well, if there's, <laughs> so you're okay with sleeping half of a full work shift. If a work shift is like eight hours, you're saying four hours is a nap. If it depends, like, because if I get off, like, if let's say I get off at three. And then I'm sleeping. I took a nap and I woke up at seven. I still have from seven to whatever to do what I have to do. Like I said, as an adult, <laughs> you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Email. So right. Per, <laughs> per my per, per my previous response. Now that's adulting. That is a good thing. You know, one of my friends told me, because I'm when well, I'm 31, so um and a few of my friends who were already in their 30s ahead of me said, your 30s will be the most freeing decade. Mm-hmm. And why, you may ask? Can we cuss on this? Yes. Okay, course. great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having manners. I'm well, just, you know, you hello. Yeah, As an adult, you should have manners. <laughs> Read the room, you know. Um, you start to master the art of not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. You just don't. If you don't really want to go out, you're just like, you know what? Peer pressure don't work on me. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but also, even with interacting with people, whether it's coworkers, friends, strangers, um, you know, frat brothers, whatever it is, yeah. you start to, as an adult, I think you one of the good things about it um, is that you really start to get a deeper understanding of who you are, which then once you start to kind of get a grasp on that, I find it easier to make decisions um, and and uh, to know what you will and won't tolerate. Yeah. Right. Um, there's certain levels of respect that it's like, we're all adults here. You're not going to talk to me any kind of right. way, you know, and we don't have to get all crazy about it. Exactly. We can just have a conversation, conversation like this. Yeah, just like this. And just. But you're still going to know you, you're still going to know that you ain't going to talk to me like that. You know, exactly. And yeah. Boundaries, you know, that's actually one of my upcoming ep- episodes. I'm doing it on boundaries. Ah. So I'm going to be talking about that because I feel like that's a, an important conversation of being an adult that people still don't value or even just address. So and I feel like that's something that I went through, like probably like the past two weeks recently. And that's why I was on my mind. And I was like, I think I need to talk about this because. I really had to like make have some hard, difficult conversations with some people and just try to set those boundaries. And if they rock with it, they'll stay. And if they don't, deuces. 
Deuces. But um, yeah, you you did you. you hit, Is that you all right for the that. first yeah, one? Yeah, you okay, hit home okay. With that. The freedom was good, and then yeah, you hit because with freedom comes responsibility, and I think yeah. that's one of the key things. You know, um, if you if you're trying to save money, you have the freedom to go to the grocery store and cook your own food. Yeah. The responsibility comes in. You got to get your ass up. And cook the food. <laughs> what do most people do? Oh, I'm tired. Oh, you start playing spades on your phone. Whatever you're doing, right. the next you know it's eight o'clock, and you're like, oh, too late. Got to go to bed. Um, I saw another funny meme. I love memes. If you have noticed, <laughs> where it said um, something about it had Kermit the Frog laying in the bed. You know the Kermit memes are always the best. Yeah. And it said something like, um, "Me at four o'clock, I'll do it." Clock. 405. Well, looks like I got to wait till five now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And how many of us, literally, I've done right. that so many times yeah. where it's like, oh, I'll do it at 3.30. Doing something else, you know, bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, it's 3.40. I'm like, oh, well, I already missed it. So guess the next uh, yeah, 4.30 I'll do it. But that's the freedom and responsibility, yeah. right? So it's like you have the responsibility to do the things that you say you want to do that are going to, whether it's eat healthy so you can lose weight, whether it's um, you know, cook your food so you save money because money is important as an adult. Yeah. I'm sure there's a question here about finances. We'll get to that, but anyway. Yeah. Good shit, man. Good shit. All right. So, second question is: At this point in your life, would you want to start a new career? No. Uh, I would say I would no. I don't think I want to start a new career. Like, yeah, not a new career, but I wouldn't mind a new hobby hmm. or a new like revenue a new side income like a new source of income another source of income i wouldn't passive mind that. or that you actually have to work for maybe passive yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but not like it would be it was uh, you know what, me i'm like a risk taker and like trying new things but i don't know i, I know i would have to like step back and look at all the security of the situation that i'm getting myself into before i would start a new career and it would have to be something that's really tied to one of my passions if i were to do it which are share a little bit about those. Uh, my passions are helping people. Mm-hmm. I think making like an impact. Um, yeah, I think that's my passion. Though, like, ma- like basically helping people, and I'm trying to find like different avenues of it. Cause so like right now I'm in I'm in education, and that's just one way of doing it. And I guess now with this as a hobby, and a lot of people are like, "Yo, you should really get into media." Or be a voice or... Hence the podcast. Hence the podcast, right. right. You know, because I, and, and I have like, you know, random people that be like, hey, you're doing a great job on this. You're really saying some true shit, some real shit. So anything I can do to make an impact, and I guess it's not really about me. It's just about me using my gift for other people. So anything that I can do to do that, but I don't know if I'm going to be working much longer. Mm, but I have no choice because of the economy, so... I mean... <laughs> Bills. <laughs> Bills, right. Exactly. They got to get you paid know, one way. That's your destiny's child. Ain't nobody paying them. I know. You got to pay them. But if you don't have any bills, you don't got to pay them. Um, yeah, my answer to that would be no. That was short. Very no Very, for yeah, me. Because I'm, I'm doing what I think the beauty of, you know, working in entertainment, um, you... The beauty of it and the curse, so that's a good and bad there too, is, um, you know, it's different from if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, which it's not easy to become any of those, right? But at least there's a blueprint. You know, you got to go to med school. You know, you got to do your residency. You know, you got to take um, the bar. You know, you've got to, yeah. like, do all these things. Yeah, it's still a lot, but at least you know what you need to do to do it. Yeah. In entertainment, there's people that get discovered on an elevator and there's people who bust their ass mm-hmm. for 15 years, audition, auditioning, and then they finally land their gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's also um, people like um, Justin Simeon who created Dear White People. He was in PR at first, you know, mm-hmm. so and then you end up in there. And if you, I, I think the beauty of it is the beauty of working in entertainment is that there is there is there is no blueprint. Like everyone's journey is their own. And. And there's a million different ways to make it, quote unquote, and they're yeah. all right. Right. Every so one of them is right. Right. Like, exactly. You know, um, as long as you, I think, stay the path and live with intention. Now, the bad side to it is there's no blueprint, right? So <laughs> yeah. you kind of don't know. You're like, well, I'm gonna go. Do, I'm gonna try this, and yeah. like, you know. Um, but that's it's 
I think you just have to make sure you have the fun in it. But for me, I've known I wanted to be in entertainment, um, which started off as acting um, since I was four years old. I told my parents, Mommy, Daddy, I want to be on TV. Um, and they got me an agent when I was seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started doing commercials and whatnot. I joined the Screen Actors Guild when I was 10. Didn't even know what it was. Um, then I started doing live theater. So I've known I wanted to be in entertainment my whole life. Are you going to get back in TV? Are you going to? You know, that will be a goal. I think, you know, overall for me, I, I do entertainment PR now at a TV network um, for the various uh, programming that we have. But, um, you know, I'm still writing on the side. I wrote a pilot. I'm writing other things because ultimately mm-hmm. my big term goal is to be what I call an entertainment entrepreneur, you know, okay. where, yeah, I'll act again in certain projects. Um, but then, you know, I'm also doing this. You know, I would love to be on a daytime panel talk show. Like something like The View, but that has men on it too. Like, you know, yeah. like there's just all kinds of things. I want to direct, Do I want to produce, I want to write. Um, not, really. not really. They had The Chew had, you know, a mix of people on there and that was cooking. It was like a cooking talk show kind of thing. But um, but we don't currently have a all male panel. That's no, it doesn't have to be all male either. I oh, think okay. this should just be a little mix, you know, oh, okay. but um, I get it. Most of the daytime TV viewers are women. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, you know. Um, totally understand all that. Yeah. Yeah, So I say all that to say that my answer to that question is no, because I'm still PR has been a great I've been doing it for six years um, and I'm not going to do it forever. But it's been a great stepping stone. And I think one thing about this industry is you can never know too much about it. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you think you just want to act to understand how the business of a network works um, is going to help you with your you know, I would love to get to the point where throughout my career when I have to do make deals and contracts I don't need a lawyer I can read it myself right you know what I mean I would love to get to that point and I think that that is a big goal so um the answer is no and then with consumers and stuff that's another like, yeah yeah like you know it's a lot of like and then social media and all that stuff so yeah it's an ever-changing yeah, landscape so like, yeah. you know it's constantly even the way we consume content now you know whether it's through short form like People are making, I mean, you saw the Bonnet Chronicles has like their own, um, Tammy Pamela has like, she's producing little short, uh, webisodes yeah. through Instagram for off of her Bonnet Chronicles, uh, profile. Like we're consuming content in so many different ways mm-hmm. now. So yeah, anyway, so like yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what do you feel are signs that you have become an adult? Hmm. Paying attention. Earlier, you value sleep. So yeah. Sleep, hundred <laughs> percent. Sleep, sleep, and more sleep, hundred percent. Um, Still paying bills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bill. You know, my, my grandmother used to say. <laughs> my grandma used to say, um, you know, if you got a bill in the mail, she goes, "Throw it away. It'll come back." <laughs> <laughs> um, but they give me that second notice. They do. It'll 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 come back around. <laughs> Uh, so if you don't want to look at it right now, toss it away. <laughs> no, um, that is not the thing to do as an adult. Um, you know, one of the things I've learned is like, especially when it comes to dealing with student loans and, and which I feel like our generation is one of the biggest, we have the biggest debt mm-hmm. when it comes to education um, is communication. Like I know we're all, especially being black, like we grew up a lot of us, like, um, you know, your mom was like, don't answer that. You know, because it's a bill collector, and you're like, yeah. But actually, I've just I've learned that's the, that's how you talking to them for the most part, as long as it's not some like loan shark or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Like actually talking to them, they'll usually work with you as long as you're communicating. Yeah, you know, um, so just being like, well, I tried to reach you, and now I really got to do what I, do what we need to do. Right, and then now you've got like eight marks on your credit score, right. you know, your credit report of like delinquency. And you're like, you could have handled that even if you know. So, um, but I would say credit. Worrying, like starting to actually get invested and understand how it works and how to um, improve your score, how to maintain your score. Because um, the, the crazy thing about credit is when you think about it, it's just made up, mm-hmm. right? But it's something that make that's made up that actually can have a huge impact on what you have access to, right? Um, so, you know, I think, yeah, paying attention to just, what I think that comes into wanting to be responsible, you know, that I think credit falls in line with just that whole not just I don't want to say just bills, but just financial literacy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's that. a sign is you start becoming more aware and more hungry for understanding finances. You know, I've heard a lot of people our age who are already talking about possibly wanting to, like, 
purchase property. Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you got that has to go into that. Yeah. Right. Um, and to be patient with yourself about it, because, um, you know, cost of living ain't ain't cheap. So yeah, going up. Oh, another sign that you become an adult is um, your body starts to do things, <laughs> you know, um, stretching becomes yeah. very, very important. Yeah, before fi- before physical activity, yeah. um, things you used to be able to do, it gets a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you're only 31. It's not going to. Nope. Or you used to be like, oh, I could hang. But then you, oh, really yeah. you really couldn't hang like a, a carnival or a festival or really like tire you out. Which is to that point, <laughs> day drinking is how you know you become an adult. Going out at night is for young folks like that. You can't do that anymore. I don't go out at night. Nope. <laughs> Catch me at brunch. Get a nice Let's little buzz. Let's little day party. You're able to eat, take a nap, and then you bounce back and you're ready for your next next day. Because <laughs> otherwise, if you take me out at night and we're drinking until 2, 3 in the morning, it's just us oh, bad news. Yeah. Like, that's the sign, too. Like, when you really be like, is this hangover worth it? Like It's never it's worth it. <laughs> Ever. You offered me a cocktail right now before we started this. And, you know, I said, <laughs> I haven't even opened it. I haven't even opened it. And we're sitting here. I'm just drinking sparkling water. Because I'm just like, you know what? I said, if you was like, don't drink on my behalf. I said, you know, if you didn't want to drink. I just, you know, there's things that just become. um, But do you think that's how we like really become like older? Because we do start to like manage those things. And not saying everything should be done in moderation, but it's like, you know. If we're just saying that we're going to become like less active, is that how we really sometimes trap ourselves to becoming old and not open to different experiences? Um, I'd say no. And the reason being is because I think it goes back to what I said a little bit ago, which is like once you start to understand who you are more, Mm -hmm. you know exactly what you do and don't want to do. Right. So I know a lot of people like for me, um, I love brunch. That's something that I love to do. Um, I have another page on social media if you want to go follow right now. <laughs> yes, <for> called <laughs> um, on Instagram and Twitter, but Instagram's kind of more the one that is more active. Um, but the Brunch Authority, okay, um, where I give recommendations on places to go, mainly in LA, sometimes in New York. Okay. Um, recommendations, what to order, if they do bottomless, how much. Like I just kind of, kind of like you know. It's a repository. Yeah. Um, And it's not about me. Like, I'm not in any of the photos. It's not about James brunching. It's just about brunch, people that love brunch, you know? So, um, that's cool. You should turn it into like a website, too. Yeah. It's, it's, I have the domain. (laughs) Good thinking. You can search for that for like when they out of town and just like, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to find the best. Yeah. So that would be good. But I think what I was saying is, you start to know more of what you do and don't want to do. So I wouldn't say that's limiting in terms of like exploring or what experiences you'll have. Um, I think it focuses you into the types of experiences that you know you'll enjoy. Mm. Right. Yeah. Versus toying around and doing stuff. And then you're like, that was a waste of time. Right. Cause that's one thing you don't get back as an adult is time. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Cause it. Cause I was thinking about in the aspect of like being a homebody where you're just like, Oh, my body knows this, this, this. And then you're like, hey, let's go try this one of a lifetime experience. And then you're like, oh, no, I just really enjoy my peace at home and sleep. And then you just be like, but listen, I'm not knocking that either. Everybody, (laughs) I'm not knocking that either. Let's be clear. So I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I was just looking at like I said, depends on the week, depends on the day, depends on the hour. You know, so, my homegirl just got me, like I said, over Labor Day weekend, she got me to go to um, drive to Malibu at like nine in the morning only to find out the beach we wanted to go to that has actual beds and stuff that you can rent mm-hmm. is sold out. So then we're like, well, what do we do? So then we turned back around and stayed at the pool at my house <laughs> and just like lounge. <laughs> but like we drove from downtown L.A. to, to Malibu. Malibu and back within like three hours. Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. But. So if I knew that's what was going to happen, the chances are <laughs> I wouldn't have gone. But we went and we took the scenic route home, took Sunset Boulevard from the PCH, went through Brentwood. And, you know, then we cut to the freeway around like mm, La Cienega. Oh. But anyway. Yeah. 
See, so that was an experience. Who one is this? Is this me or you? This is you. You think so? Okay, mm-hmm. so it says sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe. In terms of the order you put things on? Yeah, when you're putting on your your shoes. Do you do sock, sock, and then your shoes on, or do you do sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Yeah, I, I'm the kind of person where I don't leave time on the microwave. Um, <laughs> I close cabinets behind me. You know, I like to complete processes. So for me, the order would be put on your socks first. That's one complete activity. Mm-hmm. Then your shoes. Okay, I'm the same way. Yeah, I do socks. Do socks. people do these? Yeah. They'll put on one whole sock and shoe mm-hmm. and have yeah. a barefoot. Yeah, on the other one. And then put on the that other doesn't sock make any sense. Shoe. That yeah. just doesn't make any sense. It depends, I guess, how they... doesn't make any doesn't sense. doesn't make sense to me either, but you will be surprised off this question. But post that on Facebook and be like, sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe, and, you, and see what people would say. It just doesn't make sense. It but, doesn't make okay. sense. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess I can go to the same. I don't understand this either. People that lather soap in their hands before wetting them first. See, that doesn't make sense to me. Soap suds up with water, water. Yeah. right? So if you just go straight to the soap, it's just dry on dry hand. Like that's mm-hmm. not, and then you rinse it up. Anyway, <laughs> there's just some things. You know what? That could be a whole episode too, like washing hands etiquette, or like all the all these things these that are normalized, <laughs> right? Like how using a wash rag, which I found out everyone doesn't do. Black people do, yeah. Black but people everyone, do, but yeah, does, everyone does. Everyone yeah. else does not always do that. It was a whole thing. It was a BuzzFeed article. I was amazed. Was blown away. Now, how many like so with me with washways and washcloths? Like a lot of people was. It was a post that was like people were talking about. They use the same one for the face for the body. Oh, see, for my face, I just use my hands. So you use your hands to wash more gentle. Like cream yeah, cream. yeah, yeah. See, and I use my washcloths for my face. And then after my face, I you go to your body. body. Right, and then right, I don't right. use it anymore. Right. I throw it. Because, like, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's been yeah. places. Right. But, yeah. So, I, but according to like that post, it was saying that some people still use the same one. After it's the, been. Yeah, mm. for their face. Yeah, because see, even for me, like, I don't even really use a washcloth anymore. I use a loofah. Mm-hmm. But, um, and a loofah is not going on my face regardless. So, I yeah. think. That's like a, yeah, a but no, I just always I've always used my hands for my face because more gentle. Yeah, you know the skin. You got the glow sitting right here. I see it. No, because I, I was I, told I, I got a glow use, going on right now. So like you know you, you got to use your hand. It's more gentle. <laughs> so I know. use Dove sensitive skin, so I have to uh, use that. I, have, I can't use any kind of stuff. Like I just use it and do a little light rub. You know nothing. Mm-hmm. You know. So next question: Do you miss being a child? Um, I miss believing in wrestling. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it ruined my childhood once I found out the tables weren't really breaking on top of them and stuff. You, you know. Yeah, it just ruined my childhood because I believed in the Rock and I believed in everybody on that show. But once I found out, it's like y'all ruined it. Mm. But it was fun being a child. I, I, it really was. It was just like not knowing. It was good not knowing, but still living mm. that little moment was a mm. good like freedom of balance and stuff but i guess that's what i do miss that part i the don't know but not knowing i don't know that's interesting um because i look at kids these days and i'd be like they don't know but they're just like so happy well they don't have to know because they have they can google anything at you know the tips of their fingers <laughs> there's two-year-olds that are working ipads now like what right. what is there to learn or know right. it's there but still and you'd be surprised even though with the amount of like access that they do have at the fingertips, people still don't know how to utilize to search the information that they need. It's still mm. in the generation that they want the information to be given and taught. Hmm. So, um, I, I don't know if I miss being a child. Um, again, I think there's so much, even though we've talked about the recurring theme here has been freedom and responsibility, but like, I think I prefer the freedom of an adult, even with the responsibility that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a child, you know, you don't really get to do what you want per yeah. se. Um, what, is, what is like one example of one thing that you would want to do as a child that you was like, I wish I had a decision to make this decision on my own 
And what age are you talking here? Because well, it just says child. So okay. I mean, I was just asking you know, what age. Because I mean, like sixteen, probably like sixteen and up. You probably uh, were a little bit more flexible. You just needed permission. But yeah, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like the best years for me started in college. In college. When you were just like really gone and just like yeah, you know, it was two states away of. and just you know, but in but you, but you were fake living, you know, you were living in a controlled environment. For anyone that went to school out of state, yeah, you were on your own, quote unquote. But like, you know, it was a controlled environment. Yeah, so you know, you're still dependent. Most most of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, I did have friends obviously that were had to put themselves through school. And God bless them for making it through that because that's not easy. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, you know, whose parents are helping pay, whether it's through financial aid or whatever, like you're still dependent, you know. Um, and that's when it started. You just start to like be able to really come into who you are. I think, you know, there's just so much pressure when you're younger, I think, yeah. as kids. Um, but also, you know, the simple things that. Just even be able to have sleepovers. You know, we talked about this um, recently with some people. Um, one of the shows I work on uh, at the network, t- one of the things they say is like, one of the, the creator is that the show is unapologetically black. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about that is, for example, there's something that happens in the show where uh, it's already aired, so I'm not spoiling anything. Um, <laughs> but, you know... Um, it's a big deal about one of the characters spending the night at someone's house. That's something that is a black experience. How many, how many times do you want to spend the night and your mom, your mom had to talk to their mom. It's yeah. like, I mean, it's a whole yeah, thing. It's a whole process. <laughs> and, and that's, and then it was funny because some pe- other people in the, you know, in the audience that day who were not black were like, wait, that that's a thing. And we're like, and you don't think about it as being a thing, but then you're like, Oh yeah. Like you don't just, you don't just go spend the night at people's houses. And then when you do go, you pack a wash rag. You pa- I mean, there's all of these things that yeah, you that do. do yeah. um, so my point is like, to your point about like, I, I just, one of the things that I would want to do as a child, even in middle school, elementary school, high school, whatever, is just being able to spend the night at wherever I want to, when I want to, mm. you know, that's something that like, that's not something you get freedom with. Like you can go to the, even in high school for me, it was very like point A to point B. I'm taking the car to go to the dance. I'm taking the car to go to the mall. And then it wasn't just joy riding around the city. I don't know. (laughs) I think I still prefer being an adult. I I like, look, adult is the the way, but that's because, you know, we didn't have bills. So it's kind of like, we just had a a freedom to kind of be responsible in that way of just having Mm -hmm. basically to keep our lives intact without, being in jail or doing any harm to ourselves so that was the only freedom that we really had because we didn't have any bills it was just school so right all right this one says your last thought you had before you went to bed my last thought that i had before i went to bed what was my last thought Hmm. i probably usually just thinking about all the things that i have to like do for the next day yeah. Yeah, because that's adulting. <laughs> you got shit to do in the morning. I told you I went to bed at 2.30 because I'm still on Pacific Standard Time. Here I am in Atlanta, three hours ahead. So I'm up at 2.30 um, doing some emails. That's adulting, emails. Um, mm-hmm. But luckily, Outlook has this new feature where, well, it's new to me, is where you can like type up email and you can hit send, but you can specifically time it to send at a different time and date. Mm. So you can like draft everything up. Yeah. So sometimes that way you're not sending crazy emails like a mad person at three in the morning, even just just because you're up doesn't mean you need to be bothering everybody else. Yeah. Right. So you can like I could set it to then send first thing in the morning when I know people will be up. So I was doing that till like two thirty and then had to get up at eight to get working while I'm out here in Atlanta. So oh, wow. the last thing I went to bed was team? like you said was um, <laughs> right. That's a shout out to my hometown, Seattle. Um, even though I'm kind of all Apple products, but, um, yeah, so you probably was, yeah, I was thinking about work and making sure that look, and then I was thinking about the breakfast order I put in in advance, the room service. And then I was thinking about, um, making sure I woke up on time, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Adulting shit. Yeah. I showered last night right before bed. Cause it wasn't happening in the morning. <laughs> 
So I'm just being real about that. <laughs> not not on four hours of sleep. It wasn't nobody. Yeah, I think I went to sleep at like around one ish. All right. So the next one. Beach or lake? Beach or lake? Hmm. Which one do you prefer? Is Blake a thing? Can you do both? Go ahead. And um. No. Honestly, play. I think I'd prefer. They both see. They both have their. Hmm. Okay. I of course have to be difficult. So. <laughs> beach. For if I want to, if it's like South Beach, if it's like Miami or the Caribbean or somewhere that has warm water that you can just walk straight in, that's blue and white sand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because California beaches, unfortunately, I just I'm not the biggest fan. The water, that Pacific Ocean is freezing. Even if it's 100 degrees outside, you're barely putting your toes in. I went to Long Beach when I went. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, so anyway, so if it's like if it's like Miami, beach. Mm-hmm. West Coast, I would go more lake. Mm. Um, you know, find some friends on a boat, go on the lake, have some champagne, you know, like. We went river tubing here. Now that no. sounds dangerous. No, it was like a. It's like you get you. Uh, you meet at the spot. Aren't there like big boulders and all kinds of stuff you no, just bump into? No, it's the Chattahoochee River, and it's like Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. Hoochie. <laughs> the Chattahoochee River. Hoochie. Yes, Chattahoochee. You said it, not <laughs> me. All right, Chattahoochee. <laughs> <laughs> the Chattahoochee River. You go to the place. You rent your um because you can either have your own tube or like people um, order their own like little tubes and stuff. And okay. Sometimes they have like cooler tubes. Are you attached to anything, or are you just in a tube going down the river? Yeah, you're in a tube, and they give you a life vest, and then they you um you leave your cars parking at their mm-hmm. at their place, and then they put you like in a truck that has like a it's like a, a convertible bus. Think of a bus like a double decker. Yeah, I kind of like, but no, not no, 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 uh, below, no. Oh, so it's just the top, like a safari kind of bus. Yeah, that okay. kind of bus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I can't think of that, but they take you on that and they drop you off to the to the starting location, and you take your stuff and then you flow down the river and then they have like somebody at. So it's a smooth river. Yeah, it's not like white water like, rafting. No, oh, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay. No, 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 no. That's why I was like, you thought uh, of a no. Now they do have one of those, but I'm not doing that because. Yeah. No. No, but we do have a, a a river here. I forgot what it's called, but a lot of people have passed away there. Yes, yeah, to drink. And it's not safe, yeah. right? Um, I do like lakes, especially in the summer. Um, you know, growing up in Seattle, there's lakes all around, literally. Um, and those were our beaches because <laughs> Seattle sits so inland. Um, it's almost like the Bay Area where there's the Pacific Ocean actually comes through like broken up land the way the way the terrain did in the Washington state. Anyway, um, it's called the Puget Sound. So it's just lakes everywhere. Um, so that was kind of like my first experience with water. But then California Beach, I used to go to when I first moved to L.A. But then because um, of traffic and I live on the east side, I just don't go that often. Oh, um, but also they're just. I like I actually like the water I like to like be in the water and it's just too damn cold yeah that river was cold when we went to yeah. yeah so you need like a wetsuit you know <laughs> but I do like Miami Beach though I love Miami so like a domestic Caribbean so I love it so at what age would you personally say that you started becoming an adult I would say I would say for me personally, I would say 20, I would count college, but I feel like I am counting adult as for me personally, when all of my bills were released from like, like I didn't have my mother paying my car insurance or, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or the, or car note or something like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, that's what I'm personally saying really became an adult. Like, everything is really on me. I would say, yeah, 25, 26. But if I had to go, like, if I was coming from that place of talking about actually being on my own, but still kind of being dependent, it would probably be, like, at least 20, 21. Yeah. 20, 21. 
Because, I mean, technically, I was kind of, like, paying rent in college mm-hmm. and living on my own. But then I'll still be like, yo, mom, when I need this, hey, or I need that. And then it still would give me. Right. As opposed <laughs> to now, I'll just be like, okay, I need to manage my money to mm-hmm. be where Make I it work. Yeah. But if I do get enough crunch, then I can still call. So. Right. Which is why that whole thing about it's until you're 18 is a bunch of baloney. Because <laughs> we all know right. we've done some calls like so, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Um, um, I need some. Uh, for me, I would say age six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Explain that. You know, <laughs> I think a couple things. One, I'm the oldest. Uh, mm. It's just me and my brothers, two of us. So I think being the oldest, you kind of grow up a little faster because um, you have to fight for things that the younger ones don't. You know. Mm. Um, just getting a cell phone, like just things like that, where it's like, um, you know, the older, the oldest sibling always pay, paves the way, you know, mm-hmm. um, puts in the work, <laughs> you know. But no, I, I'm being, I'm being funny. It's not really six o'clock. <laughs> but the reason I said six because that's when my brother was born. But um, oh, okay, <laughs> who I love, who I love dearly. Um, shout out to the brother. Shout out to the brother. Um, but uh. In all seriousness, I'd say, um, plus my family used to always say like, you know, oh, you, you know, you think you're grown kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you were the oldest, so. yeah, you know, um, plus I was also, I was always really, really smart. So I was kind of like, just the way my brain was, you know, it was kind of just a little more, um, thinking in, I guess, adult ways, but, um, in all seriousness, I'd say in terms of being completely uh, financially able and responsible, um, I would say it started around 25-ish. Um, started. Um, by the time I had a solid hold of it, um, I would say it was probably around 28. 28? Yeah. Yeah. The past like four years, I'd say. Okay. Um, you know, once I got my first apartment on my own, I think that's what really kicked it off. Yeah. That's um, a good starting point. Yeah. That's yeah. That's why I said 25, 26. Yeah. Because before that, I was like, you know, staying at my aunt's house who lived in Inglewood. I was trying to make everything work. You know, that pursuing entertainment story. You know, I would stay... Uh, there's actually an older frat brother of mine who I um, traveled so much for work um, that he had let me just stay. He had a two bedroom house and he just let me stay there in one of the bedrooms. And all I had to do in return was uh, dog sit and house sit. And I was able to do that for two years. It was supposed to be three months and it worked so well that it ended up being two years. You know, um, he lived in South L.A. and, you know, so sometimes there's crime and stuff. So having your home just vacant when you're traveling a lot is not yeah. safe. So um, having somebody there actually it worked out. Um, and that was a really great blessing. And I think that's something. That's where my adulthood started even further. It was just realizing um, kind of what, you know, you being of service to other people, what. Uh, what to be grateful for, I think is an important part about when you start being an adult, because we can all find things to complain about. Yeah. But when you shift your perspective um, and come from a place of gratitude, that job that you hate so much, you become thankful that you have it because there was a time when you actually wanted it because you applied for it. You know what I mean? So I think sometimes um, it's not even about becoming an adult just when you can be uh, financially independent. Mm -hmm but also being an adult of the mind. Right. Right. Um, Cause we all know many adults that act like children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Lord. <laughs> yes. Lord. So I would say it's once that mind starts to shift into being a mature adult, you know, owning uh, when you can take ownership for your faults, you know, instead of always pointing the blame. Right. I think all of those things play into a role when you really start becoming an adult. Think people automatically jump to finances right yeah, away. That's all. That's all, it's like a lot of our questions are not like financial basis. Really, like your mindset as you start to get older about certain things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which plays a role into why you like to stay at home. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yes, you start to value uh, your home now because rent. You find out the, the price of rent and stuff, so it becomes crazy. Um, we kind of answered this one, right? Kind of answered that one, yeah. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's out, what was your favorite cartoon? Hmm. Did you watch cartoons? I did. Oh, okay. Um, I was never into like anime and all of that. Oh, okay. But um, Doug. Okay. Doug was one of my favorites. Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm. Mm, the movie. They had this one movie that was like Alvin's Adventure or something. I forget. I had it. You remember back in the day when you could actually record on VHS from what was playing on the TV? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids don't know anything about that these days because they just go to iTunes yeah, or whatever Netflix, and buy it. Right. Yeah, Netflix and just turn the channel. Yeah, remember the VHS? They had the actually like color packs and like, like yeah. the case was like a color yeah. thick and it was like a... Yeah. So you, and then the tape was probably... And you could hit record as soon as that thing came on. Yes. So I had Alvin and the Chipmunks, whatever the adventure one was, I can't remember. Um, and the, the label on the VHS was highlighted. Like I remember, I distinctively remember this. <laughs> Uh, but it was Alvin and the Chipmunks, Doug, Rugrats, um, Hey Arnold. Okay. Yeah, I say those are my like my top top four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my mother she actually still has those VHS tapes of like <laughs> everything. Like we went back home for like every time we go home for Thanksgiving or Christmas, she pulls out a new video that she had of us recording. But cartoon, I definitely... When did Spongebob come out? Because that was... Yeah, I feel like I was watching Spongebob. Um, what else? I watched a lot of Tom and Jerry. Um, what else was on Cartoon Network? It was something else on Cartoon Network. I can't even think. Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network. Uh, I can't think. But I know it was Tom and Jerry... Powerpuff Girls. But see, Tom and Jerry actually used to play on uh, Nickelodeon before it was Cartoon Network, I think. I think Because so. it was like whenever Looney Tunes played on, that's what Tom and Jerry... Looney Tunes. Yeah. That was my shit, too. And then I can't... The Proud Family, like those little... Oh, Disney I did like the segments, Proud Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney segments yeah. we used to watch. Those are good cartoons, too. All right, what Aaron slash chore do you despise the most? Cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> Simple. Cleaning the bathroom. It's the worst. If I could hire a mate, which actually me and my roommate have been saying we've been wanting to do that for a minute. Is it the toilet or the tub? The tub. The tub. It's the shower. Yeah, the shower. Yeah, the toilet's easy. That takes literally two minutes. <laughs> it's just shh, put the stuff in, scrub it around, drop a little blue thing in the thing, and then yeah, it's done. That's it. Um, yeah, the tub is like a... It's, you got to bend over. Right, you know, you it's like, it's a thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing for real. Like, you got to like run the, rinse run it out. The water, the water. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then you see stuff higher up that you kind of like, do I got to get that right now? Mm, you know. And it catches up, especially because I travel so much for work. It's like, next thing you know, three months goes by. And even though I've only showered in there probably 15 times during those three months. All of a sudden, I look down. I'm like, "What is this?" Yes. <laughs> you know. So yeah. What about you? Is that the same thing? Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, the, the bathroom, and then I would say probably. I mean, well, no, because grocery shopping now, and they got like you don't even have to shop anymore for food. You can just order online and then just pick it up. But sometimes I enjoy going down the aisles and just. Mm-hmm. Scrolling through the store, I enjoy um, it. Can we? Yeah, can we flip that on what Aaron and chores you do enjoy? Can we yeah. do that as a question? Yeah. Um, I don't really enjoy grocery shopping, but you know what I do enjoy while I'm at the grocery store is actually going to the flower section. Mm, I pick course. out fresh flowers for myself every week. I do. And what does that do to you? Like it. Add, I think it's adding a um a. It's adding life into your space, you know, um, and it's also another way that I get to execute my or engage my creativity, because what I do is actually I go to that department and I'll pick out different bundles of things and I assemble it myself when I get home. 
So that's something I really enjoy. I actually do enjoy laundry, believe it or not, only because I have washer and dryer in unit. That is key. <laughs> that is an adult key. Oh, yes. I cannot I, live any place. Without going to the laundromat is so, like on the one hand, people argue, which I get. You can do like five loads at once and you're done. Mm hmm. But then you're sitting there still right. for two and a half, three hours. You got to bring a book or a magazine or play your phone, like whatever. Right. I, I just I like to be able to just walk around in my underwear, drop some stuff in and get back to doing whatever I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hear the thing go beep, 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 beep. And then I'm like, oh, it's done. That, uh, everybody hates Chris episode when they went to the um, to the laundromat and he had the fight. He was trying to fight an old lady over the, uh, the last washing machine. And I, I don't think I got to, I don't think I can handle that as a person like. I have to fight for a spot to wash my um, my clothes. That's not happening. I do enjoy washing dishes, though. I do enjoy washing dishes or ironing. So You like washing dishes? Yeah, and iron. And my mother, she used to always make me iron her clothes for work and stuff. So I always like ironing. One, mm -hmm. one time, my friend, she got me an iron for my birthday. And I still have it because it was like a heavy-duty iron. Mm -hmm. So I do enjoy that. But then sometimes I do get lazy and use the dishwasher, so... But I don't mind, you know, washing dishes. Hmm. So. Yeah, no dishes for me. Mm -mm. I don't even like unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> so you know what I do? I go buy paper plates. Okay, I have I have paper cup or plastic like red solo cups. Mm. I do use those. But as far as like plates, mm -hmm. I have to use the plates because I like washing them. So. Well, listen. You, next time you come to LA, I know what you can do. <laughs> Be like, Ronald, like, you want to come I, over? Yeah, because I like seeing the I got steam. a I like sink the full of dishes. And, and then I like separating mm -mm. all the bowls and no, the plates. No, no, yeah, no, no. Unless you got like some really hard to get food off, then I'll be like, nah, I'm not cleaning this. Mm. But then I do enjoy like putting the water and letting it soak mm. and then like scraping it off. And then, you know. Nope. Um, which means moving on. <laughs> Somewhere you've never been but want to go. A few places. Can it just be, does it have to be one? Do we have to choose one? Uh, somewhere you never want to go. You can, I mean, yeah, it's up to you. Morocco. Cape Town, South Africa. Mm -hmm. That was on my list. Mm -hmm. And um, Bali. Mm. I would mm. like to go to Paris, too. Mm. And see, if you go to Morocco, you can add Paris in there. Cause it's so close. A lot of times, some flights you have to actually stop. And I've already looked it up. Like I've looked, at, <laughs> look, I've looked into this extensively. I was saying um, for my thirtieth, I wanted to go over there. So I highly recommend a thirtieth birthday trip. I went to Thailand for mine, and it was amazing. How many people went? Me and one other. See, that is the expectation that I. That's the reality of the birthday because the expectation is that you think because it's the thirtieth that a lot of people are going to be able to go overseas with you and that's not I don't even you honestly you don't want that well not want that you, but half of you don't even want to do the same shit every day it, it becomes more trouble than it is enjoyment right and that's why and that's why I'm working on my patience with inviting people to mm -hmm. do things because like I can relieve all of the stress of inviting somebody out and just actually just going by myself and just going for the enjoyment of listen um I did Thailand with another Sagittarius, my birthday is December 6th, his is the 18th, um, frat brother actually, and it was my 30th, but he was turning, he wasn't, it wasn't a, like a milestone birthday, but he was, anyway, his birthday's coming up, and I was like, yo, you want to go to Thailand? He was like, yeah, so um, we went the day after Christmas, uh, he flew from New York, I flew from uh, Seattle, because I was visiting my family for Christmas, we stayed through New Year's, it was an amazing Amazing, amazing time. And just with two people, it's easy to make decisions. What do you want to do today? Okay, we know we want to do the elephant sanctuary. We know we want to uh, go to see Big Buddha. We know we want to mm -hmm. go to the Tiger Kingdom, whatever it is. So then you just kind of plan it out. But when you yeah. have like five, six, seven people, half of them don't want to go do this today. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay here. Like it's just, it's yeah, a, it's a lot. lot. Yeah. But one person is easy. Mm -hmm. um, same you thing, I'm, do it or not. I'm going to Brazil for the first time coming up in November with my cousin. Her birthday's in November. She's a Sagittarius, too. So we're just making it a birthday trip, just the two of us. It was going to be her sister, too, but her sister has some work obligations. So the point is, like, um, I'm cool with just that one travel buddy. Less people, less drama. Which I think the goal would be is, you know, if you're in a relationship, eventually that's your, 
that's one of the requirements. Yeah. You're my forever travel buddy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like that's, are you willing to travel? Yes. Mm. That's a good point. Well, so where do you want to go? Um, you yeah, said Paris. Paris. Okay. Yeah, Paris, um, Africa, and... Where in Africa? Because I want to go to Ghana, too. Well, I would like to go. I will. And I heard Tanzania is beautiful and the Seychelles and like all these areas on the east, east, east I side. I want to go to Cameroon, but. Mm. Why Cameroon? Is that, did you find out? Is that part of your ancestry? Yes. Me too. Right. Yeah. So I want to go there, but then I heard, to, like, they said it's not. Um, what, safe? Yeah. Really? That's what I heard. Hmm. So We'll have to look into that. Uh, yeah, I got to look into that. But that's what they said. So I said, I guess I need to just go to the popular places. Um, and I guess we can make this our. Last question. Sure. Um. Or or you just want to do like a speed one or no? That, I mean, you talked about we that, we talked about yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to answer that. Like. <laughs> so let's let's make that one the last one. We can touch this one this one real quick. That can just be one answer. We don't have okay. to explain it. Um. Rent. Rent. I hate paying rent. We didn't even ask the question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, the question was, <laughs> the question was, what, what bill, bill do you hate paying most? And mine is rent. Yeah, rent. Um, For me. How many packs of the next wait. Season, how many packs of underwear do you pack for a weekend? Like a weekend trip? Yes. Like Friday, Saturday and leave Sunday. I always do like two extra pairs. No matter what, even if I'm traveling for a week, weekend, whatever, I always pack. Like if I'm gone for, let's see, this trip is Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days. I probably pack like seven, eight pairs of underwear. Okay. Mainly because to like, if I do discipline myself to like exercise, mm-hmm. that yeah. pair's done. Yeah. Right. So, um, that that means that's not just the one you, the pair you're wearing that day. That's like an extra you've got to account count for. And this is something I need to work on because when I pack, I do morning, midday, evening. Three pairs a day? (laughs) You know what, though? You live in the South, and it gets hot and sweaty, so I get it. So, like, anywhere I I go, I do, even, like, even when I'm packing, I have to write it down and just be, like, morning, midday, evening. Knowing I'm not going to be changing that much, but at least if something does go down, then I have them. Oh, I wish we could have time to do that one, but it's okay. Oh, we do. We do. Are you sure? Yeah. Um... Also, up earlier, sleep in. I'm an early bird. I'm an early riser. Yeah. I think the early bird does catch the worm. I think you get more accomplished in your day. Yeah. Uh, But that's why I'm ready for bed, though, at like 10. Because my my body's natural alarm clock is I wake up without an alarm every day at like 5.30 or 6 a.m. I'm like at 7. Yeah, 7, 8. Okay, this last question. this is the last question. So that is the last question. Oh, it actually is? Okay, great. Well, that one, yeah. Okay. Is marriage overrated? I think that's a very complex question. It is. That's why I put it on there. I also think that it depends on who you are and where you're at Mm -hmm. in your stage. Um, Marriage isn't for everyone. However, marriage also isn't for everyone at every moment in life. So, you know, there was a period where <laughs> I, my friends all know I was Samantha Jones from Sex and the City. I was just, you know, like I, I travel too much work. It's hard to be in a relationship. So it was easier to just have some snacks, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> um, and especially too, I think everyone needs to go through the process. So like I was single for three and a half years. Um, I've been in a relationship now for a year and a half and um you know, marriage is the goal with us. So it, it's, it's, um, but there's been thoughts before where, you know, I have on my vision board, it's very clear what kind of lifestyle I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but there was a point where I thought I actually was going to remove that. I was like, you know, maybe it's not for me. Mm-hmm. So the thought had crossed my mind that maybe it's not for me. Now I wouldn't nev- still never say that it's overrated. Because, again, as an adult, you just need to own you, yeah. right? So you can't just make a blanket statement and just be like, it's overrated. No, it's just not for you. But right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it may not just be for you right now. You may meet somebody tomorrow that completely changes Change all of that, thing. you yeah. know? What about you? What do you think? Uh, I don't believe it's overrated. Yeah, I don't believe it's overrated either. I just think that, like how you said, you just got to own it and just think that it's just something for you or not for you. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure that does 
come depending on your background and how you were raised and what you saw growing up if mm-hmm. marriage is going to play a part into your life so yeah um agreed i think those are some background things that also people have to consider because some people may not know what a marriage looks like or what it even is to even consider it so i guess that pushes back to when you're even dating a person and then you have to have that conversation about well how do you view marriage because sometimes it may not have ever been present and then sometimes you can't go off of what media presents as a marriage and the, and, that. and so, on that point i think that's where that whole like social media frenzy about hashtag relationship goals whatever yeah. that's all bullshit yeah. and here's the reason being because I, what i was going to say too is that i i kind of disagree with you on well let me be clear i do think if you have an example from your upbringing of marriage um that is always that just puts you with a leg up mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you still aren't going to have problematic relationships mm-hmm. well, yeah uh, we know we know it's going to be problem yeah i didn't say it's not going to be problematic yes yeah, it's, it's still going to have because that's the but you know that i don't think that guy. but you know but i still don't think that like if you didn't see that like if you grew up in a single parent ho- household that that doesn't mean you can't because and what i'm trying to say is i still think even if you did grow up in a household where you know your parents were married um and even if they still are um the benefit to that is you've seen what commitment looks like yeah because that's that's really what it's about right because you know what are these vows you took to each other because we all know that no marriage is perfect Mm -hmm. right um but i think our generation is so caught up in this cancel culture Mm -hmm. that we're just ready to cancel people off of one thing yeah and especially when you have apps like Tinder and everything else and whatever, and you swipe, 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 you find one thing that you don't like about this person mm-hmm. and you're just like, and you're over it because like, you can nah. move on and meet somebody else. Right. So you really don't give people a chance. You don't have that, you know, we're, we don't have that level of uh, commitment like people used to. Yeah. And I'm speaking generally here, but what I want to close with on my end is I think it's critical that whether you've seen a marriage and your upbringing or not, that even in a relationship, which we, we can agree is the first step into leading into marriage, right? Because technically a marriage is just stuff on paper, technically, right. you know, and yeah, you exchange vows and committed mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah. Yes. But, um, and for those who are of a faith-based background, you made a commitment covenant before God or yeah. whoever you, your belief system, your belief system yeah. right? Um, but I think what's really crucial for me is that, Marriage or your relationship is exactly what you and that other person define it as. And I think that's the most important thing. So to say marriage is overrated, well, why? Or if marriage isn't for you, why? Is it because you're looking at it from what's been indoctrinated to you? Like this is what marriage is supposed to look like? Because if so, that's already a problem because that's when things don't fit. Like I don't think anything's ever meant to fit into a box. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, You know, Nowadays, you get into people who are like polyamorous and all this other crap stuff, but yeah. which that's not my thing. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but the point is, is you think it's important to define your relationship, define your marriage with what works for the two of you. Right. Right. Which was the point I was making about if you not saying that they can't if they don't see a committed of marriage like coming up. They just have to, they would probably just have a different way of trying to define it, which was the point that you was talking about. Like, how do they define that? Because, and I was just saying that if they haven't seen it, then they're going to have to define it in a way that they never experienced it or compared to somebody who saw it coming up. But even if so, you saw it, like you the just, way like your you parents said, were, like it may said, not be work for you. Like you know you, what I mean? Yeah, but I'm saying that they had just, like you said, they had a leg up and they had a definition of what commitment looks like. And yes. I was just saying that the person who didn't, then they just have to define it for themselves, not meaning that it still won't happen. But mm-hmm. it'll just like, you know, it'll just come from a whole different perspective of understanding, which is coming back to what we were both saying about defining it. Which I think we both agree to say, is it overrated? The answer would be 
No, no I don't think right. it's overrated. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's overrated. Cool. Well, we have reached the end of the show, guys. James, Thank you, Ronald, you for having me on today. Did you enjoy yourself? I did. This is fun. This uh, is fun. Are we, we going to do a part two soon? Sure. Listen, I come to Atlanta a few times a year. You know, we'll, we'll, part two is definitely, I can commit to that. It can be history if I can record an, uh, an episode in L.A. So. Ah, there we go. That, that'll be the goal. Yes, that's I the goal. I can commit that to I that. Can, I can make history because I've, I've only recorded in Atlanta, so. Mm, all right, LA it is. See, so I can record in LA. Well, guys, um, this is the end of the show. Uh, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you. Um, don't forget to you know tell a friend, uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple. Yes, yes. Um, Lead Spotify, the wave. you know wherever you follow on. Make sure you follow the Instagram page at Lead the Wave Podcast. I know why he called it Lead the Wave because he's leading with all these waves in his head. <laughs> over here dipping you know i try to do a little something (laughs) gotta keep the waves on spin you know that's all i got because my beard not coming in so i gotta keep the waves coming up that's it that's the only hair i got that's it but um until next time you guys peace and love peace and love